0: Hello, hello, Diamond Effect leaders and listeners. You know what? It feels like it's been a while since I talked to you, even though you didn't notice a break. But I actually have been a bit sick really had a cold that attacked my vocal cords. And it's probably the first time this happened. Usually, I'm actually pretty blessed. I don't get sick too often. I usually get a runny nose for three to seven days once a year. And that's kind of it. I used to get a lot sick when I was a child. And then my parents really focused on my immunity. And I guess it helped. (laughs) So I don't get sick. However, because my daughter, my kids are at school and my daughter came a bit under the weather one day. And somehow that virus decided to affect my vocal cords. And maybe because as a coach, I realized I talk way more often than when I was a corporate leader, you know, podcasts, coaching, training, social media, or being online, all that content creation probably makes my vocal cords more vulnerable. So what I wanted to share that with you, because Sometimes we tend to think that things happen only to us and the other people have it perfect and nothing unexpected happens. So it's easier for them to plan to be proactive or all those things. But I want to say that unexpected things happen to all of us, whether it's your child sickness, your sickness. So in my case, I was planning to record this podcast actually last week. I like to be at least one or two podcasts ahead in the week, but my voice was so strange that I wanted to keep it for my commitments that I couldn't postpone right last week. So my client calls and trainings and so on. So I decided to just prepare content for the next couple podcast episodes and record it when I feel better, which right now is Wednesday and this podcast will be coming out in two days. So you can see how close I got to it. Not a problem. I feel better, I'm still a bit raspy in the way I speak, it might not be as obvious through the microphone, but I feel way better and I don't strain my voice. So just a quick story about my health before we start. Today, though, I wanted to talk about how to keep going when you feel discouraged, when maybe things are not going the way you would like them in your business, and you feel discouraged, you're in a low, you feel like nothing is working or not fast enough. And that's something that, of course, comes up on a regular basis with my clients, and I'll coach them on it. So I thought I would help you here in the podcast as well. When you think about being an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial journey, it's really not a walk in the park amongst daisies and butterflies, right? It can feel hard. To be successful in business and in entrepreneurship, there is a lot of self-development and self-growth that we need to do as leaders, and it can feel hard. Looking inwards and parsing out what's serving you, what's not, and working through the things that don't serve you, developing new skills. Yet, I believe it's worth it. So, the journey of the growth and the results that you create along the way, I truly believe it's worth it. And it's really not that different than having kids. If you have kids, you know what I mean. If you don't, definitely don't believe anybody who is telling you that having kids is amazing 100% of the time and it's just a blessing all the time and there's never hard times and it's so easy peasy and so on. Because it's not. Having kids, it's the most fulfilling things. It's the best thing ever. Just like I believe the second to that is having a business but it can be hard, especially the first four to six years of their life. And then probably when they're a teenager, I'm not there yet with my kids, but soon, so we'll see. It doesn't yet take away from all the beautiful moments, the love, the fulfillment that you have, and also self-growth. Like, I truly believe that my kids make me a better leader, make me a better person because they challenge me. They expose all the growth areas in me as a mom. The same way your business will expose all the growth area you need to do as the CEO. So don't get me wrong. I truly believe running a business is the best thing ever and the possibilities you have and the fulfillment you can get is no way comparable to having a nine to five. And I mean, no way comparable, meaning having a business is way better. However, it doesn't take it away from the fact that there is a real entrepreneurial roller coaster, emotional roller coaster that can be happening on your journey to growing the business. That there will be times where you feel amazing, on the top of the world. And there is times that come sometimes very unexpected where you feel like a failure, that things are not going fast enough and where nothing is working. And sometimes those thoughts or those feelings will be completely just imagination offered by our brain who is just rebelling from more self-growth when in reality you're doing amazing if you really look at the facts and sometimes there will be circumstances that contribute to that feeling, like maybe not generating as much revenue as you needed. Some issues happening with the clients or employees or with your partners who are maybe not supportive as much of your business or whatever the case might be. So today, what I wanted to help you with is that when you are in such a low and growing a business feels hard and you start questioning, should I keep going? This is hard. You feel discouraged, worried. You feel maybe shame or you feel scared. I want to give you a process on what you can do to get yourself out of it and feel better. Sounds like a plan? Okay, so let's get started on that. So the first step is really acknowledging such feelings. So acknowledging that it feels hard and you are worried and you feel scared or you feel shame that you're not growing as fast as you would like to. Don't try to deny them, to push them down, because when we do, they will come out even more stronger very soon or in a situation where you maybe don't want them to come out. So accept that they're there and feel compassion for yourself. It's okay. It's normal. Believe me and trust me when I tell you, we all feel those emotions. As entrepreneurs, on a regular basis, no matter where we are with our business, whether we're just starting, whether we're scaling, whether we're way bigger, those thoughts and emotions come up on a regular basis. Now, once you learn how to deal with them, they might not be coming as often, they might not be as strong or staying with you for so long, but they're still becoming. All that to say is that when those negative feelings come, don't pile up on them more negative feelings by beating yourself up for feeling them in the first place, saying, I shouldn't be feeling this way. What's wrong with me? Why am I feeling that way? I should be grateful. I should be this, okay? Because when you start piling up negative over negative, it doesn't help you. It actually weighs you more down. So, what you want to do is give yourself grace, feel compassion, and give yourself time to process those feelings, right? So, you want to acknowledge them and with compassion process them. And depending on the situation, you might just need five minutes, maybe sometimes one hour, and maybe sometimes half a day or a day, whatever you feel is best in that situation. Now, what you don't want to do is go in the opposite direction and start wallowing or indulging in those feelings. So feeling like sorry and pity for yourself rather than just having compassion and processing them. So you just don't want to spend weeks and weeks feeling sorry and through that feeling more and more helpless saying, I can't do anything. This is happening to me. It's not that. It's just Feeling compassionate, just like you would have for a best friend of your child if they came to you distressed, you would give them space and time to cry and process, give them a hug, and then help them move on. So that's the step one. Acknowledge, feel compassion, let yourself process the feelings so then you can start moving on. The second step, and that's very powerful to me when I think about how I process those situations, I find this step very helpful is remembering your why. Why are you running this business? Why did you start in the first place? And not only one why, but we usually have more. And I always divide the why into external why's and internal why. So for example, for my business, external why is really helping my clients become highly performing CEOs where they can grow their businesses. Gale be in charge of that no matter the economy and also at the same time, enjoy their life and not overwork, nor overwhelm. And when I see that happening for my clients, I feel fulfilled and I want to do more of that. I want to help more people. So that's my external why. My internal why is to have time flexibility, to have a limitless potential of growth and income generation and growing my business and therefore, you know, securing financial freedom for my family, helping the causes that I want to help travel and all that. Having the time flexibility, having the agency and creativity over what I do in my business, what I create and nobody telling me what to do and things like that. So remind yourself your own why. Remind yourself your values, your mission, your vision. Another good way to remember that is Look at your clients' testimonials, look at the emails they send you, the thank you notes, maybe the videos or the testimonials, how you've impacted their lives. That definitely helped me to remember how much is working and how much my business is already helping. Okay, so now step three, then you want to start focusing on what's working and remembering how far you've come. So taking your brain away from what I don't have, how much work I still have, what I haven't done but looking at how much you have done, how far you have come. And in this step, I would actually highly encourage you to sit down and write it out, journal about it, whether it's for 10 or 15 minutes. It's a very powerful thing when your brain can see on paper as fact how far you've come. Because I can bet That if you think back to being yourself a year ago or two years ago, that version of you was dreaming about being where you are now and your brain forgot and your brain is trying to tell you that that's not enough, that it's not good enough. So write down all your successes so far, everything you've overcome, all your wins. And they don't always have to be just money and clients, but how much you've grown as the leader what you've learned, how many people you've helped, right? So as I said, look at the client testimonials, remember where you were two or three years ago and what you were dreaming about and how much of that is already here. It's a very powerful exercise to remind your brain that it's probably going just right. It's probably going with the exact speed that it should be going and the amount of accomplishment that you've had that your brain totally forgets because that's our human brain. That's why we're wired. We're just wired to look for what's not there, what we haven't done, and what we don't have. The next step is make sure you're rested and recharged. What I've noticed, especially with me, if I push too much, And I start slipping on my good self care habits throughout the week or a day, and I get tired, my brain is more likely to go into the low, to start despairing, to start feeling fear, and so on. So, rest and recharge is critical for you to operate at the highest level as the CEO. So, have some good habits and routines. Every day, every week. Every month that will allow you to rest and recharge. So for example, the basic one having some morning and evening routine that allow you to ground yourself, to feel calm, confident and start the day this way and then in the evening to wind down properly, maybe to feel some gratefulness also calm and grounded to go to bed not worried and anxious and so on. Have breaks throughout the day. You know, don't sit at your desk nine hours straight, eight hours straight. Make sure you go outside, breathe some fresh air, make sure you nourish yourself and you eat without staring at the screen have some time for self-reflection. Just what I mentioned in step three, sometimes to write down how far you've come, all the accomplishments you had, the clients you helped, but having some sort of, I call it mindset maintenance practices are really good. I did record a podcast on it. I don't remember right now the um, number, but it's called mindset maintenance. So you can scroll down. It's probably. Early this year, even last year that will teach you how to do it. So having a weekly plan and all those things. But what I wanted to mention in this moment that if you are in a low, just notice have I had enough rest? Do I need something extra? right? Do I need to take a nap? Do I just need to take a couple of hours in the morning or just in the afternoon to shut everything down and reconnect with nature or do some reading just to relax? Because sometimes when we get into the low and we get into that spinning mode, we need like extra rest and recharge to what maybe we're doing day to day. The fifth step I have for you is talk to somebody. Talk to your coach talk to your mentor. That's why coaching or having a mentor is so powerful. When you have somebody who understands your situation, who knows what you're going through, but also has an unbiased perspective on it, it can help you get out of it. Now, what I don't recommend is talking to people who are maybe close to you, but really don't understand what you're going through as an entrepreneur. So people who are employees, and have never been entrepreneurs. They are not going to understand it. And maybe their advice, your opinion, even the well-intentioned is not going to serve you. So if you have friends that are entrepreneurs and you trust them, you could even talk to them, but maybe not friends who've never been or run a business. OK, you can also in this step, as I call it, like self-coach, so journal certain things and so on. So if you've already developed certain tools that you can do on your own and journal through prompts or do a thought dump and then coach yourself, that's a great place to start as well. But if you don't know how to do it, then talking to a coach, talking to a mentor talking to an entrepreneur friend that you trust will also help you get out of the low, okay? And now, number six, so the last step. Hopefully by now, you're in a better headspace, right? Those emotions are not as negative. You can access now your executive thinking because you're more in a neutral or calmer state. What I want to say is that never make business decision from that negative low state, from the scarcity, despair, those decisions are usually like a survival fight and flight type of decision. So they're reactive and most often, they will not serve you. So try to hold off to any business decisions you're going to make until you feel better, until you have elevated your emotions, your vibe to something more neutral, whether it's gratefulness, whether it's some calm and groundedness, because with that, you will gain access to your strategic executive thinking. And by definition, the any decision you'll make from that place will get better. And I will give you an example. I had a client one time who was in a very difficult financial situation when they started coaching me with me. They really needed money. They needed clients. So they were feeling quite uh, desperate and attached. And in that moment, they received some offer of a lead generation technology that investment would cost them tens and tens thousands of dollars and their negative brain or fear-based brain was almost deciding to go even more in debt to buy that system, hoping that that would be this magic solution to generate clients and actually get out of that. But in this situation, what, the, what their brain was trying to do is to delegate the responsibility of signing clients to some unproven, untested system that would cost them so much that even to get the return on investment on that plus then get the money that they needed already would have been almost impossible to do. And I always say like never delegate the responsibility of signing new clients from desperation to some magic solutions. There are no magic solutions. And I'm not saying don't invest in certain systems that can help you generate leads and so on. But you want to do it from a place of abundance and sufficiency when you do have money to invest, when you can assess it, when you don't need it to generate results right away, when you have time to make it work for you, especially if it's an investment like that my client was considering. It was literally tens of thousands of dollars. It wasn't like 200 bucks a month of some sort of subscription. It was tens of thousands of dollars a year. So just to reiterate, once you are in a better headspace, then only then as the last step, you move on to making business decisions and deciding, okay, now that I'm here, but I feel more calm and grounded and I can clearly assess and see the situation what am I going to do next, right? Because as we said, staying and indulging in negative emotions doesn't help us. We need to process them, have compassion, get ourselves out of there and then focus on what we can control and how we can move the business forward again. That's why coaching is so powerful, not only I can stop you just like I stopped that client from making rushed and desperate decision that can put you further in the hole or cannot or will not serve you long term or even in the moment, help you get out of those lows and then strategically think how to grow your business. And when you have that support week after week, week after week, trust me, you'll grow and scale so much faster. So much easier, so much simpler, like there's no tomorrow, okay? If you're ready to work with me, schedule a free consultations that I offer to all potential clients where we have very powerful conversations about your business. I will put a link in the show notes. Just pick a date and time that works for you. Other than that, have a fantastic week and talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at See you in the next episode.